Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of the Creative Exponent Podcast. And today we're talking about dealing with copycats. I don't know why, but in my head, I hear like, do 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 Kind of dramatic <laughs> entry into this yeah. topic. Well, and this is a tough topic because th- there really are, I guess, it, it depends so much on the situation. And yeah. there are people who are on both sides of it. And, you know, even as we were talking about this topic, we were talking about how we've been on different sides of this as well. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just, it's a difficult topic. It's touchy. It's hard to, yep. it, and it really is such a case-by-case basis. So what we really want to talk about, though, is, uh, first of all, we'll start with just when you feel like you're being copied um, and just kind of talking about things from that mm-hmm. aspect. And then we'll talk about actual copyright, trademark, infringement, and stuff. Um, Because there are times when it crosses that line to where maybe you do need to take some legal action. So we'll talk about that as well. So (laughs) that's the exciting part. (laughs) Yeah. And we're legal experts as well, like in addition to being... (laughs) In addition to being being artist and uh, psychologist. Yeah, we both have law degrees and no, not really at all. So we will tell you, you've got to consult like an actual lawyer if you're taking it to that point. But but we'll talk about that and just how we've kind of dealt with some things on our on our own end that have been copyright infringement and how we've dealt with it or not. So I think the first thing that I want to say about copycats is you cannot be spending your time chasing around people and basically being like your own copycat police. (laughs) I just, don't you agree? Like, I just don't think you can live like that. Making sure that everybody, nobody's doing anything that's close to you at all. Right. It's a little obsessive. It's a little, that gets a little obsessive, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. in this this world where we're all sharing our work online, or if you, you know, especially if you are sharing your work online, you're sharing your work online. Right. <laughs> and in many cases, you're doing tutorials so yeah. that people can know how to make something. Mm-hmm. And then so you can't be bent out of shape when somebody is you know, making it and selling it in their store or selling it in their Etsy shop. Right. I just, I don't know. I just think that when you're putting it out there, it's, it is going to be copied, especially if it's good. If it's bad, nobody's going to copy it. But if it's it's good, it's going to be copied. (laughs) It's going to get copied. So if if nobody's copying your work, (laughs) evaluate it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Evaluate what's happening. I don't know why we're both so giggly about this. I think because we're both very, um, we're just kind of passionate about that in our own, you know, in our own ways, in our own businesses. And so it's just, and it's something that, you know, especially in the world of, you know, blogging and just social media influencers, 
um, you know, for people to just constantly stay hot and bothered. And I told Marion yesterday, I felt like maybe I needed to temper myself a little bit, but I just don't want to. I do have an opinion about this, you know, and I just think it's so detrimental most of the time. And, you know, we can talk about different instances, but, you know, if you are sort of like that copycat police for yourself, I mean, most of the time it really is detrimental. You know, you're just focused, you know, on what everyone else is doing and, is it going to affect you? And, you know, and I'm, you know, I think we both would agree there's a good place of, um, of awareness, you know, to be aware if you see, you know, your work out there and evaluate whether or not it's a problem. But, you know, to be on that constant sort of vigil for, you know, waiting for someone to disappoint you by copying your work that you've put on the internet for free is, um, that's a, that's a, I mean, I just think it's a silly place to be in. Sorry. I just do. I do. No, I agree. I think it's a waste of your energy. It's, um, you know, it, yeah, it just causes frustration. And then oftentimes there's not a way that you can gracefully deal with it. So without like, so I guess let's, and we didn't really write this on our outline, but let's talk about like kind of what what you can expect when it comes to copying that you just need to you just need to be okay with. And then maybe yeah. we can talk about some things that are like here's where you can, you know, where you need to put your foot down. Um yeah. like when we're talking about not copyright violation. So just in the world yeah. of somebody's kind of copying your idea or your your thing. So yeah. you're like whatever you do. So I think some things that are okay, so if you are sharing your work on the internet and you're sharing tutorials for how to make something, yeah. um, that that's okay then that somebody makes it. And it's okay sure. then if they make it and sell it. And if you don't want people yeah. to know how you make things, then don't make tutorials. No tutorials. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's the secret family recipe, don't, don't share it. Don't post yeah. online and then be upset that other people Keep that one are, in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I actually, I learned, speaking of recipes, I learned something interesting about recipes is you can't copyright a recipe. Really? You, no. What's copyrighted is the um, the instructions because okay. those are, it's like written copyright. So those yeah. are copyrighted. You can't copy instructions, but an ingredient list is not copyrighted. So... Hmm. While it's, I would say if you make something from a tutorial or a recipe that you've found elsewhere in a book or online or on YouTube or whatever, then I think the good thing to do is to reference, to link sure. to, the, to where you got it, to say the book you got it from, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's the right way to do it. And if people are referencing your work, that's great. If people don't reference your work, I would really caution against running around and making sure that everybody's linking to you. I think that yes. that just kind of like can breed some ill will and like mm-hmm. kind of, I think yeah. it can affect your reputation in, it can. The, in the community. And, yeah. And two, I mean, you know, and we've got this on our list of things to mention, you know, it's that you kind of have to ask yourself some questions, you know, and not to jump ahead too far, but it is, you know, is this really going to benefit you or your business to to reach out to this person and say, hey, please do this? For instance, yesterday, uh, somebody shared my photo and it just, I happened to follow them, you know, and they yeah. it, they shared my photo and they're talking about, you know, fall and this and that. And, 
you know, and it's not, um, it's not tagged or, you know, it's not, I'm not referenced in any way. And it's sure I could send a, you know, a direct message and be like, Hey, can you, you know, credit me? But it's also just like, okay, is that really going to benefit me that much today if they do that? And if the answer to that question is "Eh, probably not, then it's just like, well, then why would I spend my energy, um, you know, chasing that down, you know, and trying to put that, you know, rabbit back in the hat or whatever. It's just silly, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it, it, you're right. It is just a, it's a time suck, you know, it's a time waster. So, yeah. Now using somebody's image that, that is sure. copyright violation. It is. So it is. <laughs> I see what you're saying. And there are times, so there are times when somebody's used an image of mine and uh-huh. they have used it. Um, it was on like, um, Craigslist, they were oh, using yeah. it to promote their own work. Oh yeah. And so I sent them an email and I said, look, I don't mind people using my photos. I think it's sure. a compliment. I don't mind it. I don't mind people featuring my photos. Yeah. Um, I prefer they tag me or mention where they, it came from, but again, I'm putting them mm-hmm. all out on the internet. I can't chase down all of them. Right. Um, right. but where, where it, where I, the reason why I did contact this person is because they were using my photos to say, this is the kind of work I do. Right. And I said, I feel like that's misrepresenting yourself because you didn't yeah. do this work. If yeah. this is the work you do, then you need to take pictures of the work you do. Of and that's what, you do. yeah, that's <laughs> right. what you should be promoting. This is the work I do. Right. So, um, so she apologized and took it down. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, there wasn't any malice or anything in that. It was just, she just maybe didn't feel comfortable taking her own photos and right. felt like these, right. you know, these were, um, would maybe attract more customers or whatever. But I think, sure. so there are times when I think, so when someone's using your photo, that's like, clearly they've taken something that's yours oh, yeah. and they're using it. But yeah. I think when somebody's using an idea, um, and I've had this happen before where I've seen something that's very similar, even pretty identical to something I've done. And, you know, I, I think like, well, maybe she got that idea from me, but maybe we both just followed the same trend. Maybe. Right we both kind of arrived at the same conclusion. And I remember one year, this is years ago, I used um, upholstery webbing as garland on a tree. And I Mm -hmm. hadn't seen that used anywhere. And I thought I was, it was just the most brilliant idea ever. I couldn't (laughs) wait to introduce it to the (laughs) world. (laughs) Turns out I'm like the 3,000th person who's done that. Yeah, I should have picked an easier number to pronounce. (laughs) But so many people have done it before me. But the thing was, is I wasn't stealing anyone's idea. I came to that on my own because upholstery webbing was becoming this big decorative item to use. Mm -hmm. And uh, someone else could have sent me an email saying, like, you copied my idea. You you stole. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I I, when I didn't, you know, I just arrived at we arrived at the same place. So I think there are times when you have to just, you know, be like, there's nothing new under the sun. And um, if we're all looking kind of in the same areas for inspiration, then we might come to the same conclusions and create very similar things. Exactly. And I, you know, for me, the bottom line is just, it's what you just said, the whole nothing new under the sun, you know, it's the same, same thing 
I guess, um, you know, just different side of the coin is when we talk about, you know, originality and, you know, you pulling inspiration from lots of people in lots of places and that that's not, you know, that's not a bad thing. It doesn't make you a terrible artist to, you know, you're going to pull ideas from other people. And so for me, it's the same thing. It's just, I can't, I can't find enough, I'll say it that way, enough value in chasing it down unless it's like what you're talking about, a really blatant attempt to say, this is my work, you know, and, yeah. and this is mine and I've produced this and here it is and it's, and it's then mine, you know, sure. That is, you know, a copyright infringement or, you know, and I know we'll get into that in a little bit, but, you know, with a trademark or a name, you know, I, sure. I mean that, you know, that's, that's worth, you know, a little bit of time and, and protecting that and, you know, and, I know we'll mention this, you know, with trademarks, you know, that are registered, you have to protect those or you lose them. So, you know, um, those are all normal things. But I just in the case of of like what I I meant, you know, with the person yesterday, you know, they're not they weren't saying that it was necessarily their photo. They weren't, you know, and I'm I'm normally, you know, I want you to to tag me if, if you're using my image. But, you know, I mean, it looks like she was just using it on her personal feed. And it's just like. Why am I going to run around, you know, I don't know, like bullying people (laughs) all the time? Because it really can. There's a difference between being responsible for your assets, you know, and and bullying people, you know, because you just, you you know. And it can go so far as especially, I think, in in the blogging community and, you know, again, just with with social media influencers, if, if you're more... I would just caution that if we're more concerned with making sure everybody does that part just right, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, you really can alienate yourself a little bit and create a bit of a reputation for yourself that, you know, you're difficult to work with or your expectations of people, you know, linking to you or just all that etiquette, you know, there's a little grace in that. You know, we don't have to kind of walk around like slapping everybody with a switch every time they don't get it just right. Yeah. (laughs) But that's just my opinion. Yeah. And especially publicly. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some people do it publicly in ways that are really kind of, you know, it just makes you cringe a little bit (laughs) that they're they're trying to call somebody out. And now I've seen times, though, on the flip side of that, where there's somebody who's calling out a, a pretty large organization who mm-hmm. has um, clearly copied something that does sure. not, you know, that belongs to this designer or blogger without giving them any credit, without giving them any. And we'll, so we'll talk about that when we get to copyright infringement. So, um, but again, like I talked about, it's tricky. There's no like, this is right, this is wrong, this is the exact right time to, you know, bring up your point or this isn't. Mm-hmm. It's just, there are sort of um, maybe some some loose lines, and I and I do think it can become a problem when it's like this main source. It's this main focus where your energy is heading. Right, it, just it would leads. be the same as like checking those whatever they are those you know scary troll sites all the time to see if you're <laughs> on it. It's the same kind of slippery slope. I mean, you yeah. know, if you're just obsessing over those types of things and, you know, just engaging in that all the time, that's where your energy is, you know? Yeah. So I think that's all we're saying. And, and what's interesting is it can, so a book that's fantastic for this topic is Steal Like an Artist. Such Mm -hmm. a great book when they talk about, um, 
talking about originality. And something that was just so refreshing about that book is, you know, basically makes the point, you know, that there's nothing new under the sun, but that everybody steals and everybody starts out stealing. Yeah. Um, everybody that's when they're first starting out in design or in art or whatever. And this is even true. You know, if you study design or study art, um, you start by copying the masters. Of course. Yeah. You start by copying the people who, defined that particular style or genre. Um, and then once you've copied all of these different styles, you start to find your own style, your own mm -hmm. voice starts to come through. Yeah. Um, so I actually had a um, situation where I got really bent out of shape because I felt like somebody was copying me in a lot of ways. It wasn't just in one way. It was like a lot of different aspects that were all very, mm -hmm. you know, not even just similar, but the same as mine. And I remember for a while, just I didn't contact the person, but I felt really bent out of shape about it. And then I sort of changed my mindset. I asked the question. So this is the question yeah. I would ask. If you see something going on like this, is this hurting my business? Or is it causing confusion with my followers, clients, customers? Right. And if the answer is yes, then that's when I would say you need to say something. So I asked mm -hmm. that question and the answer was no. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not going to, not only am I not going to worry about it, but I want to make sure that I'm being really kind and supportive to this yeah. person. And what was yeah. cool is that became someone that I knew and, you know, really, and I, and I watched her style develop yeah. into her own. It's like, that's just how she started. She was inspired by mm -hmm. things that she saw in my, and now if anybody's listening, you're like, is that me? Was that me? <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? It wasn't you. It wasn't you. No, but, uh, but anyway, it's, I, you know, <laughs> Being bent out of shape about it was my problem. Her being being inspired by what I shared was yeah. was a compliment, and she was doing her own thing, and I was just being bent out of shape about it. So yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, all of that to say, so that's an important question: Is it hurting your business? Is it confusing your customers or clients? Yeah. And that's where. That's, I think that's kind of where the line is. So mm -hmm. what would you say, I don't know if you have any examples of like when something was really causing confusion or was really hurting your business that wasn't, wasn't like outright copyright infringement, but maybe, oh, well, can you think of anything like that? Mm, technically, I mean, it technically wound up being copyright infringement. The one example I'm thinking of somebody, you know, named their, their business, um, you know, perfectly imperfect and. They were well, yeah, you have that trademark, so selling, that is, yeah, they were well, but they were selling paint, and it was so the confusion part was was with that they were yeah. you know people were emailing me asking if I'd come out with my own you know own line of paint, and so that was how i'd you know how I found out about it, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so that that one technically was just because the trademark you know is is around uh home decor and home decor retail and blogging. Uh, but now I have not enforced every single <laughs> trademark yeah. uh, issue around the name and digital spaces because, you know, people, there's a lot of loose lines with, with that. You know, they've got to be just naming their blog that, you know, but if it's in their tagline or, you know, there's a lot of workarounds with that. So those are, 
those are cases where it's just, you know, in the end, it's like, well, but nobody's, nobody thinks that's me. So it's, it's just okay to sit that one down, you know, and, yeah. and let it go. Um, whereas yeah. in the, you know, the other cases, it's not, you know, gotta, gotta say something about it. So. So I think some of the benefits of being copied are, first of all, like we said, it, it, it's good. Like it, it means your work is good. <laughs> Let's squeeze some lemonade here. Yeah. No, but the it, lemons. <laughs> it means that what you're doing is good. People don't sure. copy stuff that's bad. So yeah. if you're doing something that's good, it's going to be copied. I think you just need to expect that. Um, yeah. And I think one thing that's really good about it too is it pushes you into, and we'll talk about this in a couple of weeks, but it pushes you into creative frontier areas yeah. that you haven't explored before. Because if you just do the same thing over and over again, and then other people are copying it, it it kind of it forces you to change. You have to yeah. start doing something different. You yeah. have to come up with something new. And people who copy you are only as good as your last idea. They don't know what your next idea is. Oh, I have a good example now. It just came to me. Go for it. Although, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> is it not really that good of an well, example? Well, no, it's a good example. But I guess if they're listening, they'll just have to hear that it's okay with me and it's fine. So whatever. Okay. All right, um, go for it. So when I closed my store, I remember the person that was going, and I mean the the flagship store, whoever was purchasing or leasing that space asked me if I was going to get rid of my sign, you know, just the, the sign out on the front <laughs> of the store. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking it with me. You know, you can... <laughs> have the metal because it's just sheet metal, you know, up there. And, uh, you know, and, and just said, you know, is it okay if we paint it? And I said, yes, that, that would be great. You know, and I did specify as long as my, you know, my logo or, you know, tagline or anything like that's not on it. And, you know, later <laughs> they, they left, you know, they left the sign as is. They just, it was as if somebody took white out, you know, over my name. <laughs> And so my, you know, paint swoosh and all that stuff that's all my brand, you know, was still on the, you know, on the front. And actually part of my, part of my tagline was on there, but my tagline is not actually part of my registered trademark, you know, it's just my name. Yeah. And so, you know, it's there for a minute, you know, my feathers were ruffled, you know, and I was thinking, okay, I mean, their stuff looks very similar, you know, to mine, uh, you know, to what I sold and, you know, and it's, and I, you know, I didn't love it. I didn't think it was awesome. But at the same time, you know, in the end, it was just like, what, what is this doing? Like you said, what is this doing to harm my business? Nothing, nothing yeah. at all, you know? And it was just like, well, am I going to walk in there and kind of throw a big baby adult fit, you know, over something like that? No, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. it's just not worth it. So there you go. There's your example that's not copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I will say there are times, there are times too that when, um, and we've talked, we've said this sort of thing to people who we've, we've coached and mentored and worked with, um, that when I've totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> Holy moly. I got it. Folks, it came back. Okay. We're recording on a Friday. That's yes. what happens. <laughs> no, it came back. But that sometimes um, 
finding people who are sort of like they really love the same things you love yeah instead of being bent out of shape about something like that it can actually become a really great um, springboard for collaboration yeah it can it true. can end up being or even just like you guys encourage each other support Similar each interest. other yeah yeah it can be a great um like it doesn't have to be this competitive well she did this yeah. and she did that you know it just that's just such a negative place to go so yeah so I would say rise above it allow it to push you into new ideas because if mm-hmm. you opened a store again I know knowing you it would be completely different. It would be totally different. Yeah. It would be <laughs> yes. completely different. So yeah. that what that store is representing was your last idea. Yeah. And and what you're yep. going to come up with next is your next idea. So yep. yeah. Exactly. So I would say um, just allow it to, to push you into new areas. And it's yeah. just not worth creating that bad blood with other people over something that's nah. in the end not really hurting you. It's just like irritating or you don't like it. Right. Yeah. You know, sit down, have a glass of wine or whatever you happen to drink, you know, tea, <laughs> complain <laughs> about it with your spouse have or your friend tea. and then let it go, you know, just let it roll off your back. And, yeah. you know, I know that sounds kind of silly and sort of, it is easier said than done sometimes depending on, you know, cause that, I mean, for instance, when that happened with me, that was tough. I was, you know, I was deeply, I mean, I had to kind of grieve the process of closing my store just because it was so important to me and I loved it, man, I loved it, you know? So, um, it's not like that. It meant nothing, you know, yeah. to me. So, you know, we're not making light of it. I'm not saying it's just no big deal. Don't, you know, take a minute and deal with it, but I do think that question is, you know, is so valuable. Is it really hurting? You know, is it really hurting my business? And it's worth, it's worth a a respectful conversation to, you know, to dissuade them from doing this. You know, that's, that's a valuable question. So let's talk about copyright trademark infringement stuff. So this is when somebody's actually, um, you know, violating copyright law so they're using one of your pictures without permission they're um copying in some cases i've seen people like copy entire blog posts word for word and post and and share them on their own site which um what you write on your blog is copyrighted material so just know that that if you're ever taking some excerpts from somebody's blog that you make sure you you know link to where that's coming from Um, or trademark, if you have a registered trademark and somebody else is Mm -hmm. using that or a a registered, um, tagline that somebody Mm -hmm. else is using that. Um, and that's something when you're, we've talked about it before, when you're naming your business, that's a really important thing to look at, um, and to look into taglines to make sure there's not somebody who's already using that name, who's then going to, um, file, bust you a lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I know that has happened. Like people just start a blog as a little hobby thing, and yeah. the next thing they know, they're, you know, they get a they get some papers Cease in the mail, notif- yeah, That's notifying right. them that they're uh, <laughs> infringing on somebody else's copyright. And in some cases, it doesn't have to be the exact name. It can be enough that it's causing confusion, right, um, right. to customers that makes it look like maybe you're affiliated with them, yeah. So, yep. and I know with perfectly imperfect, that's tough because that's a very popular mm-hmm. phrase. And for me, mm-hmm. even though, so my business name is Mustard Seed Interiors, my trademarked name is Miss Mustard Seed. Yeah. Um, there are tons of businesses that yeah. are 
you know, have mustard seed in the name because it's a very popular biblical reference. So I can't chase down everybody who uses the words mustard seed together, but it's if they use Miss Mustard Seed, if they use my registered trademark, and if they use my registered tagline, which is move mountains in your home. So those are the things that I can... Um, that I can protect and, um, and then also like work that you create and share on the blog or through photo artwork, um, you know, any work that you're creating that's like design type work that Mm -hmm. that's all falls under copyright. And, um, but again, it's sticky because did you both get, and I think, so the thing with, um, copyright infringement is it has to be specific enough that, it can be proven that it's actually copying you. Right. Like if it's like, well, I can painted... Can it be proven? Yeah, I painted a red dresser and styled it this way, and now somebody else painted a red dresser and styled it the same way. Yeah. Well, it's a red dresser styled, so... So... <laughs> again... It might be hard, hard yep, to prove. hard to prove that. So that's one exactly. key is that if there's... Um, in order to... Um, I guess to take any kind of action about against copyright or trademark infringement, you have to prove Mm -hmm. that it's, that they're copying you. That has to be, you have to be able to prove that. And sometimes that can be difficult. And not only that, but you have to prove that it hurts you, that it, that it's damaging your business either by losing profit or it's causing confusion with your customers. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do have one case where, um, one of my furniture pieces was copied by somebody else yeah. and actually by like a, it was mass produced and I didn't see it. Somebody else did. And it was a piece that was specific enough that it was very clear that it yeah. was copied. It wasn't just like a solid dresser. It was like very clear. So somebody else sent it and said, this looks just like yours. Did you, is this your work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, nope. it looks like it, but it's not. <laughs> and, um, and it was a case of copyright infringement. And we actually were able to, to come to a, a great place. It was, they were a great company yeah. to work with. It was not, you know, it really was not an intentional. I mean, it, they were using my piece as inspiration, but it was a little bit too literal. A little bit They're, too close. Yeah. yeah. A little bit too close, but they were great to work with and everything. So, um, so sometimes that, that's actually one, um, a positive thing that can come out of it is that actually if somebody liked your work enough to copy it and mass produce yeah. it, and then they're kind of made aware that, Hey, this was, this was, um, the designer who created it. And I was able to prove that cause I had dated blog posts of when I put it out in the world, which was right. long before they did. Um, then that can be an opportunity to actually work together with them to say, Hey, if you loved my work, I'd like to design more for <laughs> I you. I would love to design for you. And that that's does right. happen. So yes, it could be, it does. you know, that's one reason why it's always good to go into situations like that, like very gracefully and not, you were mm-hmm. telling me, we won't t- tell the story, but you were telling me about that you've been reamed out before. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not the way to go. Cause sometimes it's and not the can, way to go. Yeah. That can damage <laughs> potent relationships. Yes. It could be potentially good for both of you. Exactly. You know, both parties. Exactly. Man. Yep. Because I'm going to tell you, I'll just say this. I won't go into the whole story, although it is super funny. But, you know, in the end, when when this happened with me, you know, the person years later realized, you know, even after seeing me, because it was just a phone conversation, you know, and they didn't know who I was. And in the end, you know, came back and 
and said when they realized I was that person they screamed at on the phone, you know, (laughs) for three hours. (laughs) Um, You know, they came back and said, you know, hey, man, I, I was just having a terrible, a terrible day. I was not okay. And, you know, it was just a misunderstanding, and I, I really took it out on you. So, you know, let's say that it is one of those cases where it really just is not, no one's actually intentionally trying to copy your work. You know, going into the conversation a little more gently and, you know, do a little research, <laughs> do a little investigation before you yeah. blow your lid off, you know. it's That's a wise move. Um, I mean, I would just say in life in general, just questions are a great way to find out. Find out some things before, yeah. you know, before you just kind of lose it on somebody. Because, don't yeah, call, you don't want to burn bridges. Don't call people on a bad day. No, <laughs> or, exactly. Or That's another an rule email. of thumb. Yeah, Walk just step away. away. <laughs> yes. My rule, anytime I'm dealing with any kind of conflict has always been, I'm not going to write anything to somebody unless mm-hmm. I wouldn't, unless I would be okay with it being posted Published. publicly yeah. on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always try to be really careful about how I respond um, yeah. to things just to make sure it's professional and being professional and being like giving people grace doesn't mean you let people walk all over oh, you. No, there, no, no, no. there are times when you need to send a cease and desist letter, which is basically sure. saying you need to stop or I will take legal action. Yeah. And, and I've been at that point before where, um, my I consulted with my lawyer they felt like I really did have a case and in the end I had to go back to that question of could I really prove yeah. I, I think I could have comp- I could have proven that there was confusion that was being caused mm-hmm. but I couldn't prove that it was actually hurting my business so yeah. in the end I just stepped away and let it go so that's that's an important question to ask is, yeah. are you actually willing to take legal action? Right. And in some cases, it'll be worth it. Like maybe you've lost a ton of money because somebody has yeah. copied you and completely taken, you know, what sure. profit was yours and it's confused customers and all that. There may be a case like that. Um, I know, yeah. of course, there have been. That's then it's why. worth it. Sure. Yes. But I think in a lot of cases in our little world most of the time we can't say that person's really hurt us in our business yeah. or we can't prove that they've actually copied us or we're what they're copying is something that's generic you know or that's yeah. like public domain it's like just because you order from one wholesaler and that's kind of what you've built your look around doesn't yeah. mean that the shop that's the next block over can't order from that wholesaler as well. Oh, yeah. Maybe you just both have the same taste. I've done that so. too. Had that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but it's just like. But so how did like you, you handle said, that? Oh, I didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Because and, what, what and is you, the point? And you know you what I ordered, did? I continued to develop. Things. Yep. I continued to develop my own brand and yeah. I would adjust and I would let those, you know, products, you know, specific products phase out and I would do something new. Because I have no interest yeah. in being purposefully the same as everyone else, you know, in, in almost any facet of my life. So, you know, for me, it's like, well, what am I going to spend the energy on? Is it to try to fix 
and control that down there? Or is it just to do me, you know, and continue yeah. to evolve and adapt? And that was the answer for me. So, and you did, you went in some yeah. really cool directions, I think, because yeah. of that. Whereas, yeah. I mean, maybe you would have done that anyway, but it's like that spurred it on. That made it more mm-hmm. urgent to yeah. find new wholesale lines and to, and I think that's just speaking to like shop owners or people who are curating and selling collections online or in stores. That's, um, like, that's a reason why you should shouldn't just bank all on one wholesale oh, gosh, company because yeah. somebody else can just come out with the exact same look. If you order from, you know, 30 different suppliers, you're yep. going to have this just amazingly diverse look that somebody's going to have a hard time sourcing all mm-hmm. of those and copying you. Yeah. So, um, and same thing, like for an artist, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's going to be a lot easier for people to copy than if you really... Sure. You know, then if you just branch out and continue to grow and learn and improve, it's yep. just Do keeps, things, keeps you moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeps you moving. So um, anything else we want to say on copycats? <laughs> no, I just, I mean, I think we would say the bottom line is this is one of those topics just like many of the other things we talk about, you know, and for us, we would probably just want to encourage you to spend as much energy as you can when it's not an actual infringement that's harming your business. Um, you know, spend your energy on on what you're doing, you know, and, and sp- spend all the time you can there because there's plenty of distraction to go around, you know, yeah. uh, copycats included. So you're gonna, you're gonna have that in your life and in your business, no matter what. So might as well not give it too much of a, you know, foot in the door, or it's just one other, you know, one other item that can be a really, really, really big distraction and take, you know, take you away from the things that, that you're really good at and that you can do to actually move, you know, move your, your business or your creativity forward. Yeah, I think so too. I I think another good idea is because we're very emotional about it. And a good idea Mm -hmm. is to, if you do have a lawyer, especially when your business gets like, if you have a creative business and it's getting further along, it's a good idea to have a lawyer who you can contact it just in in case there's a need or something comes up. Um, and, and I would run it by your lawyer because they're going to look at it from an objective way and say, Mm -hmm. yeah, this is clearly a violation. Would you like me to send a cease and desist order? Or they're going to say, no, this is, you're just, just, you're just irritated by this. You woke up a little bit tired today. This is not a problem. (laughs) So they can help kind of filter it. And then I would say on the other side too, that if you're someone who maybe you've taken some inspiration from ideas or you even do you created your own thing but it looks similar to someone else and then they contact you about it mm-hmm. um, I think we've both had that kind of thing happen oh, yeah. where people have contacted us and said um, again when you share your work online that's that can happen um, and there was one case for me where something I did was kind of was similar to someone it was different and I had created the majority of it mm-hmm. before I even knew of that person so it was yeah. it was just kind of the way I happened to put them together and um, and anyway it was it was a situation though where you know I think so I, I wasn't from my perspective copying but you know I just felt like look this is not this is not a hill I'm going to die on not here. Worth a fight. And, right. and I would like to be, I would like to have a good relationship with this person. Um, my integrity is important to me. Yep. I see how she felt like this might have, you know, kind of been close to what she had done. And, um, yeah. 
so I just, uh, you know, I just apologized and um, did whatever I needed to do to make yeah, that right and make, make sure right. that that she understood that there was no intention there and um, and uh, and we ended at a at a really good place. So yeah, um, I think if you're approached with something like that, that you know, it's important to um, kind of you know again like be humble, show some grace. Yeah. There are times when you might, you know, someone's reaming you out and you might need to really step up and completely defend, you know, your original work, too. but <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think if you can take a positive approach to this and not waste your energy yeah. on it, it's just going to, it's just going to go much better for you. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So our creative contraption for today, this is, I actually picked this one. You I might know. not even know what I'm talking I about. I know I do. I do. And I love it very much, even though I don't have one. Okay. Yeah. One. So I was looking for brush rolls. I just love the idea of carrying when I'm traveling with my brushes, carrying them in this leather, you know, little leather portfolio for them. Yeah. And so I found some on Etsy. The Ritz Carlton for your. It is. Yeah. <laughs> for your brushes. That's right. So I found um, this company called Vensk who makes them on, and they sell on Etsy. They make other leather goods and they will customize them. So I was actually able to get a customized brush roll with my name in a little brass tag on it. And I don't know if I've seen the brass tag on it. Oh yeah. I'll have to show it, but I have a couple actually, I have a smaller one that's a pencil roll and then I have Mm -hmm. a bigger one that's for my oil painting brushes, which are, they have a long handle. And so I asked them to customize the size of the brush roll. So it fit those longer bristles and, or those longer brushes. And they did, and it's beautiful and perfect. And, um, and they're really, not, I mean, now it's an investment, but they're not yeah. like crazy expensive. I think it was around like $70 or so mm-hmm. for, no, that's I mean, not terrible yeah. for a custom genuine leather yeah. brush roll. Think with of it as a nice it. purse. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For your brushes. For your brushes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So if you're interested in that, it's a great Christmas gift, actually. If you have somebody who likes to sketch or paint, it's a really good gift for um, mm, I'll have to keep artists. that in mind for my list. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's spelled V-E-N-S-K, and it's Vensk Leather, and it's you can find Fun. them on Etsy. And it's one of my favorite little things. I love it. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So next week, we're going to talk about bouncing back from burnout and... I'm glad we're going to be talking about this because I, th- I think too. we've we've both been talking about um, periods of burnout and then times mm-hmm. when we've been really refreshed. And we're both, I think, trying to kind of come out of some some burnout yeah. that we've experienced in different yeah. ways. And um, everybody is going to experience that, whether you're creating as a hobby or creating as mm-hmm. a business, um, especially as a business. Just a reality. But it, yeah, it just happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about um, bouncing back from that, and uh, that's what we're going to do. So (laughs) hopefully, yes, hopefully we can give you some, you know, here's the thing about topics like that. I just want to say this because, you know, no, we're not experts in every field, but, you know, there's just value in being real. And I just want to say, um, sound like Miss America or something right now. I just want to say thank you to the people who take the time to send us um, emails or messages or even just leave us a comment on Instagram when we share our podcast episode. You know, that's the thing I keep hearing more than anything else is 
thanks for talking about real stuff or thanks for, you know, just, just being real. And that's what we both want, you know, is to just say like these things are, and not just give you, you know, no disrespect to, to people who, who do this, but, you know, not just to say, well, here's the four steps to, to avoid burnout, you know, or to bounce back from it, but just to talk about it in a real way. And, and hopefully encourage you that, um, you know, to embrace the fact that it's going to happen and give you some some things, you know, to try, you know, to deal with it, which is what we, you know, had to do. It's, you know, it's just a, a reality that we all face. So that's what that's what we hope, you know, with topics like that is we're just, you know, having a conversation where you can you can listen to our silliness and maybe occasionally wisdom, but just more than anything, our experience, you know, so that you can, you know, you can relate and hopefully it can be of a, you know, be a help to you as well. And we've heard from a lot of people how they felt stuck or burned out. And Mm -hmm. this podcast has been a real kind of kick in the pants for them in a good way that it's gotten them going and creating again, or it's gotten them moving in a different direction that is incredible yeah Yeah. it is it is so I think it'll be a good thing to talk about and we hope it'll be an encouragement to a lot of people so Mm -hmm. you won't want to miss that you'll want to join us so we'll see you (laughs) next week see you next time thank you for listening to the creative exponent podcast our original theme was written by a walker spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.